0: Alright, what's good everyone? It's been a while since the last pod and there's actually a fair bit to cover, so we're going to dive straight in. Uh, just before that though, quick parental advisory warning, uh, because a lot of what we're going to talk about really winds me up and i really sort of just, I've had it with this lockdown now. I mean, I had it a couple of months back, but I'm right at the end of my tether now. Uh, I haven't seen the person I've been seeing uh, for a long time now and... Like, I don't know what happened, but my wrist really hurts and it doesn't really feel the same with my other hand. So, yeah, we're just going to get on with it. Um, I'm on one, so let's fucking do it, okay? (laughs) So, actually start with something I spoke about last time. um, And it's something I couldn't quite find the words to describe how I was feeling. But it's regarding the liberals who felt it right to kneel down and kiss the feet of the so-called oppressed... Uh, and like swear fealty to some extreme ideology go fuck yourself man I personally would never kneel down for anyone let alone a group of people who are forcing me to you know to atone for the potential possible sins of my ancestors or really you know people who have the same skin color of, uh, same skin color as me who did bad shit back in the day <laughs> it's the same stuff that Black Lives Matter gets upset about at a stretch And it's really one hell of a stretch. I can understand the kind of... I'm not sure if apologism is a word, but... The apologies, I suppose, towards the black community for past grievances. Now, it should have been done at the time. Like, if reparations were ever going to be made, reparations should have been made at the time. Um, But, you know, to the white guy who forced that woman to kneel down and apologise on camera, to the other white dudes involved in this shit... You are the scum of the earth. You are a cancer upon society. You are pathetic, weak, estrogen-filled bitches. Love that word. You know, you finally caught a taste of what it's like to have a little power uh have people listen to you. I don't know what it is. Like unless mummy and daddy didn't listen, or like they were too busy out making money so you could live in your gated community, uh, so you have your issues there, or nobody listened to you in school, or the girl you like didn't look twice at you. Or even like you grew up with everything on a a plate. Like that silver spoon is firmly jammed up there and you believe it's your right to be doing this sort of stuff, to be, I don't know, some sort of social mediator or something like that. The social media in modern education tells you that you have your truth. Nobody can take that away from you um, if they do so they're bigoted or whatever. Any sort of competition has been bred out of you. I don't know. I kind of lost where I was going actually with that. Yeah, just these people are they're the worst kind of people. Um like, by the way, also quick disclaimer like any and all of my psychological breakdowns of people it's just like my own uh like analysis as it were. And they're like a bro psychology. Um I don't have a degree in psychology or anything like that. Uh, yeah. But actually, yeah, just go back. To the people who did kneel, screw you guys as well. You can't give these people anything, because then they will try and take everything from you. And also, you have nothing to apologize for. (coughs) Drew Brees, I'm going to come to you later. Get off your knees and do something meaningful to help. It's that same, like, bullshit as posting a black square on Instagram. It's like, okay, you're sorry. Or, okay, you you support black lives. Ultimately, what are you achieving? Absolutely nothing. All you're doing is furthering that divide. You're driving that narrative deeper and deeper, exacerbating the problem. I mean, come on now. Uh, Nobody's doing anything. And all I see is... a ah, microaggressions and, and how to deal with them or how to address them, um, you know, how to acknowledge your subconscious racism as a straight white man. Or like, uh, what was the other one the other day? Trans black rights. The only people I see having a problem with trans black people is other black people, okay? Uh, I hate to say it, but like, I know it's a small sample size, but I saw Magic Johnson the other day. He posted a picture uh, on Instagram wishing his son a happy birthday. Um, I don't know if his son is trans or what he is. but He's definitely one of those letters, okay, in that, in the LGBT thing. Um, and to me, cool. Like, I think be, be who you are and don't let anyone else take that away from you. Just do what you want to do, and if someone doesn't like it, who gives a fuck about them? Cut them out of your life. Um, but you go in the comments to these pictures with any of the stuff with his son in. And it's just nasty, hate-filled comments, mostly from other black guys. And again, I know that's a small sample size, but I'm just saying what I see. Um, and of course, like we have to do this now. There are white transphobic people as well, I'm sure. And there's probably lots of them. Actually, I don't... Transphobia is kind of a stupid word, really. When you think about it, like who actually has a like a, a legitimate fear or a, a legitimate irrational fear of transgendered people? Like really. Anyway, point was that there is racism out there. Okay? there is also language used by people that others find offensive, and people should be mindful of what they say. However, people also have the right to say what they want to say. Whether you like it or not, whether someone or whether you're offended by the topic of conversation does not factor into whether the conversation should be taking place at all. Unless there is an incitement of violence or legitimate threat or something like that, who gives a shit? And everyone is so determined to be the one who is right, who is the most virtuous, who gets the most likes on social media. Like I said, there is racism, but there's also a lot of bullshit. And when you go looking for problems, you will find them, even if you end up inventing them. Like the whole microaggressions kind of shit. Like it just does my head in. I've yet to see any evidence of any systemic racism, like despite me asking for it for the last three, four weeks. It actually and, and a lot longer before this whole podcast. And to me, somebody calling you exotic is not indicative of an entire country, the entire system being uh, like systemically oppressive towards you and people who look like you. It doesn't mean that you can't make something of your life. Despite what the white liberals tell you, despite what these rich black guys tell you, you know, they can make it, but you can't. <laughs> like, to be fair, there's one instance, okay, where you might have a case. Um, I can't remember the word they use, but is it like implicit bias? That bias um, towards white-sounding names, whatever it is, uh, from employers. Okay. As an aside, I've asked before, if anyone can find the employer that's not hiring black people because they're black, tell me, tell the police, tell whoever it is, tell the relevant authorities, and they can be dealt with. Put it on social media, because that company will not be lasting that much longer. But white-sounding names, I mean, Paul George, Charles Barkley, Scotty Pippin. And, you know... You're not going to see a black dude called Chris Stapps Porzingis or Luka Doncic, are you? That's not what the left means by white names. It's just dumb. It's a contrived argument. And also, black employers have that same bias towards so-called white names. So is it racism or is it something else? And like I say, there is racism out there. But is it akin to... That's not even akin to like. Is it anywhere near... The level of discrimination seen before, even in the past, maybe not ten years ago, but twenty years ago, looking about, sort of like looking with the last dance, like with Michael Jordan stuff. Looking at the time in the nineteen nineties, I know Obama loves to pick up the race card, and he did in that documentary talking about race in the nineteen nineties. We've come so far from it, even since then, and I think people are being disingenuous, completely disingenuous, if they say otherwise. So you can eat where you work. You can go to the movies. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do. There is no country on earth where I'd rather be black than in America. Maybe here. But, no. America. That's why you have people braving shark-infested waters to swim there. Okay? Or traveling through jungle and desert and all sorts and leaving their family behind or whatever to go to this country be able to make something for themselves, to be able to have their family and future generations become something. Now, interestingly, the one person I've seen do something tangible, or is tangible the right word? Like something actual with any substance, is Rand Paul, Republican senator from Kentucky, a libertarian fellow, one of the very, very few in D.C. with a brain, um i'm all the way behind ran 2024 if it happens uh, i really think it should happen i think trump could actually um yeah sort of lead the way on that but Rand Paul, he's pushed forward a bill to ban no not warrants the ones which ultimately led to Breonna taylor's death that you might have seen going around social media um and it's kind of weird isn't it because he's a republican he's in league with trump he's one of the main ones behind trump um you know, Trump, the man who saw the largest rise in salaries and employment for the black demographic ever. But uh, evil racist Trump and evil racist Rand, you know. Um, Yeah, while we're actually actually while we're on the topic of evil and racist and Washington, D.C., the Democrats. And it ties in with the whole kneeling shit as well. I firstly, not even MLK had this many funerals. And he certainly didn't hold a gun to a pregnant woman while she got robbed, did he? Did he? However, okay, that's an aside. Why is Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats... Hey, why are they even at one of these funerals, for a start? You know, could it be anything to do with grandstanding in an, in an election year? That's hard to say. In, in an election year? Probably. And why, why are they wearing the kente cloth scarves? I, I I don't know if George Floyd has a shanty or or Ghanaian heritage or whatever, but I can guarantee you that Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer do not. I doubt they've even been to Ghana. Probably not even been to Africa. Okay, I mean I don't know, but I doubt it. I'm surprised Nancy Pelosi could even stand up after kneeling, kneeling down for so long, but you know my opinions on kneeling. What are you doing? Doesn't solve anything. But the scarves, the scarves. Okay, I have long taken umbrage with this sort of like, pervasive ignorant habit of Americans, and I'm I'm generalising here, but when they talk about Africa, as if it's this one sort of homogenous area, one country almost, um. I just think it's kind of ignorant. Um, I'm not saying all Americans either, but I've heard it from a lot of Americans, uh, and I've been fortunate enough to travel through and live in a few countries on the continent. And the one I spent the most time in was Ghana. Uh, it's an absolutely incredible country, if anyone gets the chance to go to. Fantastic people. There's a rich history. So you know, before colonialism, fantastic history. And even during colonialism, you know, it, there's an interesting history. Uh, yeah, I mean, some of the stuff that the British did there is not... Well not great, but again, I I'd me going into that's not really gonna solve anything or help anything. But yeah, some of the stuff they did is disgusting. Uh but country it's got a rich history, like the there's different cultures around the country as well, um, so sort of different tribal groups. You have the Ashantis up in the Kamasi region, um like the Airway people up towards the west by the Togo border, Frafra people up in the north, I stayed up there for three months. Like Just There's different languages, over 80 different languages in the country. Um, All sorts of different food, like the sights, the smells. I mean, you can go through the city, walking through some towns and you can go from, there's all sorts of fruit and coconut and it smells lovely. And you turn the corner and it just, there's like an open sewer and stuff and it absolutely stinks. But in a weird way, you kind of, I wouldn't say you miss it, but I've had it before where I'm over here in the UK and driving, you get this weird like you I know you go past a sewer or something, and you get the the smell and it's like it's a gross smell, but it's it sounds weird, but like a weirdly, like nostalgic smell. I don't know. I don't know what the word is, but I'm not saying I like the smell of shit, but you, you I hope you know what I mean. I completely fell in love with the country. Um spending some time in Kamasi, I learned a lot about the Ashanti Empire, bought a couple of books on it. Um read about the conflicts with the British, spoke to people about it, spoke about their role in in the slave trade as well, um, and also about the history behind the Kente cloth. Okay, and I can even speak... I speak a couple of the languages, not fluently by any means, um, but at least understand a couple of the languages or local languages in Ghana, including tree as well. So that's, like, the main one that's used... Um, in, by the Ashanti people I know it's like a can I can I'm not sure um, is the proper word for it but anyway um, despite all of that okay, I'm just sort of talking here but I would never really wear that cloth in a million years and I'm not trying to grandstand on it I realise it comes across that way but like my point is okay, there's a history behind what the Democrats are parading around in in an effort to seem like I don't know like they're down with the black folk And I just think, I I hope that people can see how disrespectful it is, okay? Not only to the Ashanti people and to Ghana as a whole, but to black people across America and even black people around the world because this is how they see, this is basically how they see you, okay? Like, all black people are the same. I don't know, like, bright colours equals black people equals Africa. I, I, I don't really understand the connection they make in their head. I'm trying to make sense of it. Uh, even with my bro psychology, I can't really make sense of it. But it's disrespectful, and it shows a complete lack of respect towards Black Americans. and again, I don't know if George Floyd's Ghanaian or whatever he is, but these people in the Democrat Party—they haven't got a clue—and they're taking you for a ride. Now, speaking of a lack of respect towards black Americans, let's once again turn our attention towards the old enemy, the white liberal. Now, aside from pushing, defunding and dismantling the police forces uh, in L.A. and New York, I know they had millions and millions of dollars taken out of their budget and re um, sent somewhere else towards various social programs. Uh, In Minneapolis, St. Paul, they're being dismantled, I believe. They're a black police chief, but whatever, still systemic racism. Now, that is one of the most retarded ideas in all of history. At least modern history. Um, And White liberals, aside from helping cause the over $55 million worth of damage to the Minneapolis area, um, and that was the figure I heard last week, I'm sure it it might have, it probably has increased since then. So, aside from all of that bollocks and everything else that they're doing, they have decided to set up their own little, little... Autonomous Zone, Chaz, in Seattle. This this, Seattle's already a leftist hellhole. This has become something much, much worse. And also something much more nefarious. Now, despite the clear and obvious insurrection, if I was Trump or whoever it is, well, not the Seattle mayor, because she doesn't give a shit, but whoever it is, I'd be sticking all cameras on them, focus all the cameras on them, cut off the electricity, cut off their water, cut off their Wi-Fi especially, because... That's going to completely screw with them. Um, they can't get on Twitter that way. Let them do like continue with their little role playing game for as long as they want to do it, and wait them out. That's what should happen you know, but however, despite that, I'm hearing people are being sexually assaulted, raped, there's looting, there's violence, people are being forced to show ID at gunpoint, there's enforced segregation um, on racial lines. And this is just a microcosm of what the leftist dream entails, okay, everyone? It's a disgusting racist shithole where everyone is equal, equally poor, living in fear of getting raped or fucked by the Stasi, or while some big man somewhere holds all the cards, okay? And the mayor of Seattle calls it a block party. The mayor of Chicago when asked about the lack of action to protect businesses, including many black businesses, which people seem to fail to realise, She instead went on a tirade and called the guy uh, saying this stuff, calling him a lying piece of shit, okay? And the same people, uh, so this is the same city, sorry, where 24 men and women were shot and killed two weekends ago. I haven't looked at the figures from this last weekend, but you know, I'm sure they hit double figures again and despite lockdown rules, okay? Their eyes are completely off the ball. The Minneapolis City Council president, when she was asked about dismantling the police force and how you know, actually, that makes a lot of people nervous, including a lot of black people, including the majority of black people. Uh, she said she understands, but people need to realise that, you know, calling 911 comes from a place of privilege and and when black people do it, they actually run the risk of making the situation much worse. You know, They double the danger they're in. The fuck are these people talking about? Like, what are they on? I've been called delusional, okay? Like, at least... Yeah, I feel like I have some grounding in reality, okay? Like, I actually base my argument off numbers and figures, okay? These people are deluded. Just completely divorced from anything that's going on. Uh, I don't know, again, the my words fail me. It's just, like, they're so far off the map, it's not even funny. And I know I'm laughing, but... Like, if you don't laugh, you'll cry, because these... Again, yeah, like, words fail me. These people are nuts. How can you just let, like, six blocks go and an entire police precinct just go like that? And you know it's going to be covered, like, there's going to be shit smeared up the walls and all sorts of disgusting stuff left behind when you finally go back in and take it back over. <laughs> I'm feeling like... Pe- people in the area who, who live there, who aren't part of this, this sort of commie takeover... One of them gets raped or whatever it is. The waiting time for police to arrive is three times longer because they have to get through the bullshit border control. Funny that they, they immediately set up border control, by the way, as well, despite being you know pro-open We want not open borders in America, but we're going to set up borders in our own little bullshit area. Yeah, the irony. Our, they're stopping the police from getting there, especially because they took over the precinct, so there's no police actually in the local area. Yeah, you're getting raped and you have to wait 18 minutes or whatever it is, for the for the police to arrive. That's bullshit. And that's going to be nothing in comparison to, say you get rid of the police, and you have to wait for some, I don't know, community-led, like the brown shirts to fucking come along and, and solve the problem. It's not going to work. These people have lost their minds. And I can feel my voice getting higher and higher because of it. <laughs> ah... And they're nuts, and they're all Democrats as well. That's why I don't people are like oh you know you're pro Trump. That's not about Donald Trump. It's about you voting for a party that keeps like, fucking with you. It doesn't help the Black community, okay? And this isn't you, know, you ask people in Seattle, okay, what do you want? Because it's not about police reform. The Seattle police chief is Black and a woman. It's two for one on the diversity quota. So it's not about police reform. It's not about combating racism. It's not about helping the black community. For the left to exist, okay, misery and discontent must be present. And so they breed that. They sow misery among the people and they try to divide us. You know, there's literal, again, there's literal segregation in Chaz. And I hate using that word CH. I can't remember what the CH stands for, but it's something, something autonomous zone. I don't know. And it's that same problem, I think I've said it before, but like with charities, racism, or this, this boogeyman that's called racism will never ever be fixed, never ever be solved, never ever be beaten or overcome because then these groups like Black Lives Matter will never, won't exist. People like Al Sharpton and Barack Obama and, and Jesse Jackson and all these guys who make millions of dollars off the back of talking about racism won't be able to make millions of dollars talking about it anymore. Hence why it won't be fixed. And again, I've mentioned it before, it's always rich black dudes telling you that you can't become successful. How come they can become successful? And then it's the white liberals again who keep pushing it and pushing it and keep calling you inferior. Like, they're essentially calling you inferior. I don't know why- I-, I don't know. I don't see how people can't... You, sh- you sh- Like, as a... I know I'm... I'm sort of talking out my ass here because I'm, I'm not going to know what it's like. But as a, if I was a black guy, okay, I wouldn't be basing my self worth on what some white liberal thinks of me. I think that's dumb. If I want to do something, I'm going to go do it. Their eyes are, s- maybe not. I don't know. I keep saying they and them and all this, but I hope you know what I'm talking about. Like, but the left. And everyone who that entails their eyes are so far off the ball, I have to start to believe that in in some cases it must be deliberate. you know I used to believe in the whole you know, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, kind of thing, and I think a lot of people still are on that ground, especially the ones um at ground level, you know, every day the ones who are posting on Instagram and all that I'm sure they 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 haven't done any research, they have no I don't know No drive to do any research But also no real need to do research Because I'm sure their everyday life Is a lot more important And it probably is Uh, As Barbara Bush said you know What happens in your house Is a lot more important Than what happens in the White House I am no fan of the Bush family whatsoever I think Barbara Bush was probably one of the In fact she probably was The most intelligent one Uh, But that family Like fuck that family And everyone else Tied to that family But yeah it's true, and I understand that. So, you, know, you, if, if you hear, um, so called group is is oppressed, so called group is oppressed. Is you, especially from sources that you are led to believe can be trustworthy. Why else would you research deep it? I think people should, but I understand why they don't. Um. So, so those people will have that whole sort of the road to hell is paper with good intentions kind of idea. But there is an issue in that this, this sort of neo-Marxist view that the left pushes surrounding equal outcome. If they look at the state of things and see black people poor, white people rich, which you know is a complete bullshit narrative, uh, but that's how they see it. And so there's an issue. And it's based on sort of, there's a racial disparity there. However, equal outcome is everyone is equally impoverished and living in squalor, okay? Competition and productivity is inherent to mankind, and the left seeks to diminish and control that. They want to reduce productivity. Equal opportunity is what we should be aiming for. And it's largely what's available in America. Yes, the education system in many inner city areas city uh, inner city areas, sucks. Like uh, in Baltimore, there's 13 schools in Baltimore where 0% of kids are proficient at maths. It's zero. Six schools, there might be five schools, it hits the dizzying heights of 1%. Yeah, 1% of kids are math proficient. Math. Maths proficient. But again, these are schools in Democrat controlled areas who refuse to offer choice to the parents and also offer. Uh, so they also back teacher unions who make it damn near impossible to fire bad teachers. And it's, by the way, the same union power that sort of exists in. Wait, it's this similar sort of power that exists within police unions. That makes it incredibly hard to fire bad police officers. Okay, they want one, but they can't have the other. You can't have it both ways. And yet, despite all of all, like all that bullshit, despite this weird, like neo Marxist view on things that we need everyone to be equally equal, it doesn't work that way. You can't uh, idealistically everyone will be equally rich. Okay, but it doesn't work. You need to provide the opportunity. That's oh, right. The means and the opportunity for people to get ahead. And whether they get ahead or not is down to them. It's about responsibility. And this is what's pushed on every other race except black people. Because, I don't know, white liberals have deemed it offensive or inappropriate or, you know, they can't handle it. They're not mentally prepared enough to handle this. They treat you like shit. Okay? They treat you like children. It's exploitation. Black people in America are being exploited... By the people who claim they want to help, and it's all about money and power for them. And meanwhile, you know, due to again Democrat policies, and and, and, and it's not just Democrat policies. There are other things involved as well. But you have over seven thousand bad people shooting and killing each other every year, but we're focused on this. I don't know I've kind of lost where I was going now but uh, yeah I hope people can like sort of understand my frustration with it all because I don't know I don't even need to forgive it because it's just like uh, I just hope people can see it and I'm not the one who's completely um, out of touch here I really hope not I don't think so Um. yeah let me know Am I completely wrong here or is half the world gone mad? I actually think looking into the whole equal opportunity versus equal outcome idea is something that should be looked, probably I should probably look into a little bit deeper on another podcast because it is interesting Um, and I haven't done it justice here Uh, because it's quite early and I'm, I'm just stumbling over my words now already. And my brain is all, is complete mush. So I'm not going to get into it today, but we'll get into it later. But there is a distinct problem there. It's that very communistical view of equal outcome. It doesn't work in reality. And as I said, everyone is equally in the shit, except for the one person who, who's at the top and all the um, the lackeys below him. But we're we'll going to, that. that'd be another podcast. That'd be another podcast. We'll move on. We'll move on. Um, I was going to be on to the NFL, but just before that, I want a quick word on these sort of, the taking down of statues and the banning books and movies and all this kind of bullshit. It's an incredibly dangerous path to be going down. Also, an incredibly pointless path to be going down. Like, I don't know. HBO removing Gone with the Wind or, or the BBC removing Little Britain doesn't change anything. Okay, history hasn't suddenly been rewritten. The transatlantic slave trade hasn't suddenly been wiped from human history because, you know, the statue of a guy in Bristol got thrown in a river. It doesn't work that way. And I, I understand it, but like we're in Belgium with Leopold II. Why on earth was there a statue to that guy ever erected in the first place? I don't know. I do understand it was for people like that, but... Like Churchill? Queen Victoria, Really? Um, you see in America some of these statues are being beheaded, and that just goes to show you the attitude of the people doing this um, i don 't know you, you can't apply modern day societal views and norms on on what 's happened in the past, whether it 's ten years ago, twenty years ago, a hundred years ago, two hundred years ago, whatever. Attitudes change, people change, society changes, banning books, banning literature. Um, censoring media from different times only seeks to allow people to repeat past mistakes. And also, it, is it something to say to have these points in, in history and you can look back and say, like, Jesus, like, look at the attitude during, towards black people in, in the time where Huckleberry Finn was written or, you know, all the time Gone with the Wind was filmed? Um, and look at how far we've come. Look at where we are now. I think, to me, that's a great thing. But people, I think just looking for oppression, looking for problems, it's just more virtue signaling. Only this time it's a little bit more nefarious because you you can't rewrite history. And banning a censoring material is wrong, okay? Whether you agree with the content or not, it is not up to you to decide whether it gets published or made available to the public. Um for their consumption, okay, it should be down to the individual, if you want to read this, then you can read it, it should be available to you, I don't care what the book is, what the film is, whatever it is, okay, by all means have, I don't know, age certification sort of things on it, whatever, but nothing should be censored like that, adults are adults and they can make their own bloody decisions, I don't know. I really don't know. I think it's sort of gone, it's gone a little st- bit a step further and I think the left really seems <laughs> determined to head down this route towards Nazism, okay? Like, you've got segregation, racial hierarchies, censoring of material deemed and they uh, problematic by those in power. You've got dismantling and defundling of police. Ugh. And they just can't. I don't know, they can't see it for some reason. I was sort of joking last week when I was talking about likening it to the Nazis, but it's getting closer and closer each week. I don't know. Anyway, you know quick joke, but like if we are banning racist things, you know, things that were in support of slavery, can we just ban the Democrat Party? Can we ban them? Because pretty much every racial bullshit injustice in America has been propagated by the Democrat Party and I've heard people give me... People say, oh, you know, they switched. They switched you know, they, they switch platforms. No, they didn't. Yeah, a load, Southern, a load of Southern Democrats left the, the Democrat Party at one point. Um, but that was... They didn't go to the Republican Party. They became independents. If you look at actual switches between, between parties, there's very few at any point in time. So where and when was the switch? It's just more bullshit excuses... Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not serious about banning the Democrat Party. I think the Democrat Party should reform. Um, I would love to see it reform. It'd be good to have a second viable option that doesn't want to just fuck over one group of America, actually just fuck over the entirety of America for their own gain. Um, But that's not the case right now. And also they've adopted a disgusting ideology that I cannot believe people are spray-painting on well, on wherever. But let alone people, on statues. Whether you like the guy or not. The hammer and sit, you... oh. <laughs> oh! Millions and millions and millions and millions of people have died under communism. Whether it's through starvation or genocide or concentration camps or whatever it is millions and millions and millions and millions of people have perished under that banner and there are people who have the balls and not even the balls I don't know what it is that have the audacity to spray paint that anywhere it's somewhat, I don't know to think, I don't actually know anyone who's a Nazi, but. Say like, okay, say like David Duke or someone in America, he spray paints a swastika on something. That would be worldwide news. Like evil racism, evil swastika, you know, oh, they killed millions of Jews and all this sort of stuff. and Actually, da, 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 da. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm not taking away from that, but it pales in comparison to the number of people who've died under communism. Yet yeah, that's fine. And yeah, there's countries out there, so like Poland, an example, who've lived under communistical rule from a um, a country that's not their own. So, it's not it's from so in their case, like the Soviet Union coming in, and we ignore them when they say "fuck that." It's, like it's you don't want to be under this. They hate it, and yet we keep listening. And I don't know. I think it says a lot when you know in, in Hong Kong people fly the Union Jack or the USA flag um, as a symbol of freedom. And people over here or in America fly the hammer and sickle. (laughs) Again, delusional. These people are completely out of their minds. I think I've lost it by this point, so... I'm just going to round up and quickly talk about the NFL and then we'll sign off Um, and come back another day. Breezes, breezes, breezes. I haven't forgotten about you. Look, man, I, uh, if I'm honest, I'm not the biggest NFL fan. Uh, I don't mind it, but there is a, a decent list of sports uh, I'd rather watch before it. So, you know, like rugby union, uh, football, like soccer, football, I mean, rugby league, cricket. Any and all formats of cricket, basketball, hockey, um, yeah, then probably NFL. To be fair, Uh, it's not about footballing ability, of which Drew Brees has plenty. Okay, that's not my my point. My point is, um, I can count the number of NFL players I know on two hands. Drew Brees, um, Adrian Peterson. I don't know if he still plays. Uh, the Beast Mode guy who's at Seattle. I don't even know if he still plays. The Legion of Boom guys who I can't remember any of their names. <laughs> and they were at Seattle as well. I don't know if they're still playing. Uh, Tom Brady, I think he's still playing. Some guy called Gronk. Um, Cam Newton. That's about it. So I don't know much about NFL or NFL players, but Drew Breed is a player I've actually heard of. And I've actually heard a little bit about some of the charity work he's done. So I had a little bit of background on him. Went in and read a bit more. This guy has done some incredible things for New Orleans. He has donated millions of dollars to programs within the city. Many of which are aimed at helping uh, aimed at helping black families. And he comes out and says his opinion on the flag. He said nothing wrong. It's nothing controversial. Yeah, he feels the need to apologise. True. You shouldn't have apologised, mate. Why are you apologising? I understand like, that you're teammates and you have to work with them. It's not about that. You can't, you shouldn't apologise to them. Because it's never going to be enough. And now they have you. Okay? And apologising emits guilt. So that, you know, in their eyes, you're going to be the one... Yeah. Don't apologize to these people. You can't apologize to them. And what is the NFL talking about? As well, like ah, it does my head in all this fucking grandstanding by companies talking about oh racism and like Call of Duty or FIFA putting Black Lives Matter on their on their get in the middle of their games. It's bullshit. All it is is them trying to sell uh, sell stuff. That's all it is. They do not care. The NFL is not racist. Okay, the NFL. You talk about spending a quarter of a billion dollars to combat racism or whatever it is. Um, you know, or they can offer higher draft picks to teams that hire black coaches. Come on. Uh, the NFL has made more black billionaires, uh, billionaires, more black millionaires than any other business in history. It is over 70% black employees. <laughs> and you talk about Drew Brees, okay? The guy says something that some people don't agree with, even though he has the explicit right to say it. Um, the NFL employs murderers, rapists, thieves, as a man who smacked his partner in the face on camera, yeah, that's all fine. But Drew Brees saying his opinion isn't. I don't get that. And hiring... Sorry, offering dry, uh, higher draft picks for hiring black coaches, that's obviously going to be exploited. And you know, how does that black guy feel? It's like, yeah, you, you weren't hired for your ability. Yeah, you know, you're a pretty mediocre coach in all honesty, but... We hired you so we get the net. We can get the the top pick out of university. It's bullshit. And what about the coaches who you know who don't have the right skin color? Sport is about winning. Okay, that's why the NFL does hire people who are murderers and rapists and whatever else. Okay? because they know how to win and they're quality athletes. Okay. When the question more people, obviously, but it's about winning and racial discrimination and winning does not go hand in hand. And I'm not talking about all like black athletes and things like that. I'm just talking about you want the best of the best and whatever skin color that comes in, you want it on your team, or you want them on your team. So enough with the bullshit grandstanding, NFL. Look at your previous record. You've done more. I don't know. I <laughs> I keep saying I don't know. I think I've lost my mind on this one. I'm actually at the end of my tether with all this bullshit. Like someone brought up Colin Kaepernick. I see Colin Kaepernick's name coming up every more, uh, more and more again. Someone's talking about he deserves a Nobel Peace Prize. I know Obama won a Peace Prize for being black, and then he went and you know bombed a load of uh, of children. But Colin Kaepernick, man. Like, I'm sure it's hard fighting injustice when you, you have a multi-million dollar Nike contract, you know, or when your entire protest is based on a lie. It's bullshit. You look at the actual case um, that, that uh Colin Kaepernick went off on, the guy had a machete and was attacking people, and they the police did everything they could to de-escalate the situation. Okay, Kaepernick doesn't know what he's talking about. Um and people say, oh you don't know what I, I don't know what I'm talking about. I probably don't know what I'm talking about. But at least I'm trying to look at the evidence and... I think it's bullshit, man. When you get paid... like I don't know what his Nike contract was, but it's millions and millions of dollars. And say, so, oh, you yeah, sacrifice. I can't remember. What was the saying? Like sacrificing everything. Or believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. Something like that. I'm like, he's sacrificing nothing. Mediocre quarterback. Gets more money from a Nike contract than he would playing... What's he sacrificing? He has a bigger name through this bullshit... ...than he does through the, uh, through playing football. He sacrificed nothing. And he... You know, ...whether he's got good intentions or not... ...I'm sure he has got good intentions. I'm sure he's not a malicious person. But through his actions... ...he is continuing to push this narrative... ...that is only causing more division. I keep saying it... ...it's not going to bring... Like ...constantly pushing this shit... And and calling people out on stuff that's not really a problem. I mean, I'm not saying there aren't problems there again, but creating more problems doesn't help bring society together. It doesn't push us forward. Um, but yeah, as I said, like, I'm at the end of my. I've I've lost it now. I'm complete. <laughs> I was like, my brain is going 100 miles an hour, but my my mouth can't keep up. And uh, man, I'm done. I'm done. I hope this lockdown ends soon. I hope I can come to you. Um with 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 brighter news ahead i don't I don't know i'm done i'm done uh despite all of that i actually think i'm going to be starting to do more than one a week uh, that was the original plan anyway but I'm hopefully going back to it uh, i'm not sure why i haven't it's just i don't know it's difficult with motivation during this lockdown uh but i have found there's a lot there's almost too much to cover in one go and me just sort of moaning at you for 40 minutes isn't going to really help much uh and as you can see, the quality really drops off towards the end. <laughs> because, yeah, I just start start rambling. Um, but yeah, hopefully we'll be back with one on Friday, maybe Saturday. Cheers and take care.